when you're going through it and you know you can't help but laugh at your pain yeah it does feel very validating when someone that you feel comfortable with is laughing with you yes. now for someone i don't know and you're laughing what the fuck is so funny it ain't that funny but when i look at my best she's laughing i'm like yeah i like that yes you're like you deserve, you deserve some humor baby you crack if it my up my life is funny for you let's laugh a little yes i know what you've been through you deserve to laugh <laughs> Hi, friends. It is us. It is your girls. It is she. Your homies. It is me. Your best. We. Your therapist. (laughs) (laughs) The people who hold you accountable, make you laugh, talk a little shit, and then make you laugh some more. I feel like that's the best. I think honestly, that's the bestie to me too. Cause like you can tell me about myself as long as you start off gently. Mm Um, and then you finish it off with a joke. Right. Which, like, I feel like we do. We what, do. what do you guys think? Yeah, let us do know. Do they think we do I mean, do, do that? we come too harsh? I mean, but I'm not going to change. I mean, I'm not. But, but I just want to know. Will I like, listen is it... to you if you tell me I come off too harsh? Yes. Of course. Will I change? No. no. But I'm going to listen. No, I will listen. That's the difference. I will internalize it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something I think about before I sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that people underestimate about strong personalities. It's like, I'm listening to you, but I'm actively sometimes deciding not to do what you said. I know. Yeah. Well, like Awkward. some people really don't listen, but yeah, I I think yeah. actually it's more painful listening. I sometimes <laughs> wish oh, I is. was one of those it people is. who just didn't listen and didn't care. Because as much as I'm like, I don't care. Like there is a part of me, the Libra in me. Yes. <laughs> that is very much like actively hearing your tone change. You make a little mean remark oh or a little too truthful. And I will take that with me to, to the grave. My life. AKA my bed. <laughs> <laughs> like your worst thoughts happen right before bed, right? You're like, it's oh my so God, true. they were really mean to me. Oh my God. Right like, when you wake where up. Where am I going with my life? Or right when you go to sleep. Yeah. You know, like those transitional times. Because they say, like, that's when you shouldn't be on your phone. Like, you shouldn't be on your phone before you go to sleep. Wait. You shouldn't be on your phone when you wake up. We should never be on our phones? No, like, Like, yeah. You you shouldn't be on your phone before bed or when you wake up. So I should be on on my phone all the time. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, no, no. Are you, like, showing them an example of times that you don't listen? Like, we're actively playing the part, you guys. No, this, is actually, this is a comedy podcast. If you didn't know, yeah, we are true comedians up here. Yeah, naturally, naturally, naturally. It's like dead silent. <laughs> like, it's just like us laughing, and you know we hate that. You know, I actually hate. Would you rather be laughed at or laughed with? With. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so as long as you're laughing, I'm fine. Like, that's what I mean. <laughs> Imagine Just don't like no, ever turn no, on no, me. Literally, like, <laughs> and that's the power of editing. Because I could, either one of us could edit this where it just shows someone like being funny. Right, and just cuts. And just cuts out like the other person laughing. And it's just like dead so silent. True. And it goes back to me like talking. Yeah, like I anyway. Was but that's the thing. It's like, you know, reality TV is so dangerous because yes. when you were younger and you would watch The Hills, like, mm-hmm. you'd be like, why is there so much awkward silence? Like, show. it's going back and forth between neither one of them saying anything yeah. and just staring at the other. And I'm like, wow, they, like, really don't like each other. And, like, you grow older and you're like, this is straight up editing. They will, like, 
show, one of them asking like a super intense question. Yeah. Like, do you not like me? Like, I just didn't like that you did that. And it would just show the camera going back and forth between them staring at each other. Right. And you feel that awkward tension. From a whole other scene, not when they were talking probably even. You and know you what I mean? you create that narrative yes. in your head about how they feel about each other. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's crazy because you think reality TV is real. And it's like, that shit's not real. No. It's just as fake as like the fictional shows you watch. For sure. I mean, one of, two of my favorite things. One is when Lauren Conrad talked about how one, we were like one of the first reality TV shows, and she talked about how they made false narratives about her. She did, and so did so did Spencer. Did he? I mean, I don't follow Spencer as much, but I believe it because they were doing all kinds of crazy shit with the hills. He was literally was like, they wanted me to be show, the villain, and I gave them that, I and it him. actually he was the damaged, you know, a lot of my relationships with people, and because I was good at it, Damn. obviously it became a thing. But like, they literally made me a villain, and I played it yeah honestly i don't see a difference between a regular actress like jennifer aniston or brad pitt being told that they're gonna be this character and someone from reality tv with a producer in their ear telling them do this do that it's what's the difference there's no difference same thing and reality tv is actually very scripted one of my favorite shows i'm gonna blink on the name hopefully you'll come in and help me do you remember that tv show that was kind of based off the bachelor yes i do the real or yeah. it wasn't the real because there's you're talking, you know what i'm talking I know about, you're talking about. <laughs> it yeah unreal i, do. I can't unreal I was, it was it unreal, unreal. okay yeah. it's so great because it basically talks about the bachelor not directly but how producers are in the background really puppeteering our reality yeah television you know it kind of reminds me of being a salesperson in a way because you want the people that you're producing to believe you and to feel like you have this deep connection with them and that you understand them on a whole nother level so of course when you're telling them hey i think so and so wants you to go and disrupt his date i think he wants that from you oh my and you look at your producer and you're like, oh my God, like this girl loves me. Like we share intimate moments of our life together. Like I know her, she knows me. Like I will listen to her advice and you go do that thing. And then you realize that he actually didn't want you there. And now you feel awkward. And now you are made to look like a fool on national television. Yeah. Let's like, not even talk about the alcohol that's sometimes involved for certain shows. You know, we watch Love Island where they we've agreed that they try and limit their alcohol. Limit their intake, alcohol. Obviously. But that's not the case for other American dating reality yeah. shows. For most of them, they're not. I feel like yeah. that just takes a cue from the UK. Actually, <laughs> I mean, if you really want to cut the budget, get rid of the producers and get more bottles. Ah! <laughs> Oh, dear God. So should we talk about some Zodiac couples? Yes, I think we need to. So if you guys were here last week, we got into this list that Maya found, and we only went through like the first two Mm -hmm. Zodiac couples. So they put two signs together, and they give them basically this title of Mm -hmm. what kind of couple they are. Um, And we did the first two last week at the end of the episode. So check that out if you want to. And then we're going to go through the list throughout the rest of our episodes. Let's get into the next one. What is it, Maya? So the next Zodiac couple is Cancer and Taurus, the nurturing partners. Oh, yeah. Oh, my god! Oh, my God. I I feel like, honestly, Cancer and Taurus just deserve each other. They do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because I just feel like. Who else is going to make you feel at home 
other than a Cancer and a Taurus. Mm-hmm. Like, they will tend to their home more than any other sign. Oh, so yes. they're going to – Cancer and and Taurus will expect the other to value their home time and their intimacy at home more mm-hmm. than any other sign. Mm-hmm. And I like the cardinal and the fixed energy yeah. together because, yeah. you know, and there's nothing wrong with a Pisces – Taurus combo, but there, I do there isn't? favor. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm being biased, but but I do. Pisces and Scorpio favor. were made for each other, <laughs> but I do favor Cancer with Taurus over Pisces. Yeah, because I feel like Cancer being an impulsive cardinal water sign, they need the groundedness of a Taurus. Mm-hmm. Like Taurus doesn't isn't very reactionary. Taurus will look at Cancer freaking out, and although like Taurus will not invalidate Cancer's feelings, they will look at Cancer and be like, "I'm gonna wait until you calm down, and then we can discuss." That's it. exactly what Cancer. And Cancer's gonna be like, "You you go away, you go away." <laughs> they're gonna like run around. They're going to exhaust themselves, and then they're going to sit next to the couch with Taurus. And Taurus has made some food and will look at Cancer and be like, are you done? Let's watch our movie. Right. <laughs> Scorpio would be like, oh, you want to play, bitch? No. You want to you know? play? And Taurus will not entertain it in yeah. the same ways. But also I love how much both of these signs value family and yeah. want to provide Stabi- ultimately. Both of them value stability. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, – you know, Scorpio is a fixed sign, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think people confuse our fixed nature with being the same all the time. But Scorpio is also ruled Evolution. by, you know, Pluto, the sign of like rebirth, mm-hmm. you know, and death. So exactly. So sometimes we are ready to let go of old narratives. And I think Cancer sometimes Ooh. wants to rehash the things that bothered them. And sometimes Scorpio is like, I'm ready to let go of that. Are you ready to let go of that? And Cancer sometimes isn't. And that's fair because they want to talk about it more. But that would frustrate Scorpio and make us angry. Whereas Taurus, they would keep that calm demeanor. Mm -hmm. That sometimes as Scorpions, when we feel emotionally volatile, we, we don't have the same calm demeanor that Taurus has. I can openly admit that. When we feel like someone wants to talk about the same thing over and over again, we will tap back to that place that we were when we first experienced that very thing and be angry and we're almost ready to fight again. Mm-hmm. And Cancer almost loves that. You know I what I mean? Because we're back in that passionate place. Well, and I although think, it's passionate, it's not healthy. I think you're hitting the nail on the head in some ways for me because the fact that you're saying that in some ways Scorpio will let it go but Taurus won't is – in another way, why Cancer and Taurus to me are so perfect because yeah. neither of them can let certain shit go. Yeah. And they will not let the same things go yeah. together and that will validate their feelings further. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because I think what you're saying with Scorpio and Cancer is when Scorpio and Cancer kind of diverge. Yeah. Right? And where Absolutely. Scorpio's like, Cancer, I ain't fucking with you. You're yeah. being a little too crazy right now, mm-hmm. right? Or like, I can't get down with this. Yeah. But I feel like in the sense of Taurus, they would be a little bit more like, I'm going to stick to my routine. I'm going to hunker down in it. And Cancer likes that. Exactly. Not always good, but, but I do. think it, it's supportive for them. It is, but also it's nice in the sense that like, you know, Taurus and Scorpio can get along and they can be compatible. But also I feel like on the opposite end, that's why Scorpio and Taurus maybe won't get along. Is that like 
we will keep holding that grudge. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And in other ways, cancer, being a cardinal water sign, will teach Taurus, let's move forward together, honey, because Taurus has that calm demeanor. Mm -hmm. You know, cancer will look at Taurus and be like, hmm, usually they can keep it together when I'm freaking out. So how about I you know, tap into my cardinal energy and help us move forward. Mm-hmm. And Scorpio and Taurus together, we can both be very, very stubborn. Yeah. And we will almost just feel like I'm not letting go. Like I'm not going to let you win. Yeah, right. And I think in any partnership, there needs to be someone, there's give and take. And not to say cancer is always giving or Taurus is always giving. It really is an equal give and take, which is yeah. why I really enjoy their together. energy together. And I think they really will nurture and support each other in the ways that works best for them. Yeah. You know what Truly. I mean? I mean, both of them are lovers. and Yes, you know, love us. Obviously, Scorpio is a lover too, but not in the same way that Cancer and Taurus are. Mm-hmm. You know, Cancer and Taurus, sometimes they want to focus on the sweetness. Mm-hmm. And for Scorpio, that is compatible with both of those. I feel like we're not as compatible as Cancer and Taurus are with each other because Scorpio, sometimes we need to tap into the negativity a little more, feel mm-hmm. the darkness a little bit more before we can, you know, move on to the happiness, to the gentle, you know, energy. And I feel like Cancer and Taurus, it's easier for them to let go of the negative energy mm-hmm. and just focus on the good. Scorpio, not so much. We need to first focus on the negative. We need to feel it, feel it, feel it, so we can let it go. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. 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 But love these nurturing signs this, together. No, signs it's together. great. Lo- like, literally, I you love You guys, this both of you guys will feel so much. Seen <laughs> yes, and protected. Yeah. And both of you will show up yeah. in the relationship You'll feel in the way valued. that you need. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm here for this duo. Okay, so next we have Scorpio and Virgo, and we are the demanding duo. <laughs> and ain't that the truth? Is People actually so, love so putting Virgo and Scorpio together. We're very compatible. Mm-hmm. We're both very, very controlling, and we love to get to the bottom of things, both of us. So. Yes. I think there's a mystery for both of us within the other. Yes. I mean, I love the definition of the demanding duo because both of you have expectations, I feel like, of your partner. Mm -hmm. And they are kind of different of what you kind of expect, but still you have expectations of your partner. So I feel like that's kind of why you initially attract to each other. You're like, I have these expectations. Not everyone has these expectations in dating. And I see how you move. You're a little more private. You move a little bit more quietly. There's these things that how you operate and move are very particular, similar and particular. I worry that is your relationship a secret? Is it too secretive sometimes? You know, that's my concern with this pairing. Also, both of these signs really, really are hard on themselves. Yeah. And I think that's what attracts Scorpio to Virgo and Virgo to Scorpio is that no one is hard on themselves as much as we are hard on ourselves. When you get a Virgo and a Scorpio in a room and we start talking to each other and we feel really comfortable with each other faster than we feel comfortable with other signs, that's when the attraction usually starts of like, oh my God, like I don't open up to people like this. Mm -hmm. And the other one's like, I don't open up to people like this either. You know, and like you, it just almost starts pouring out like everything that we feel, every pressure that we feel about 
our external reality, the world, our families. Like this is usually the bond that happens between a Virgo and a Scorpio. And that's why it's such a powerful bond because for other people, it's really, really hard to tap into that energy within a Scorpio or a Virgo connection. Yeah. To tap, (laughs) to tap in and get one of them to notice and like pay attention. I feel like you have to be showing out and really performing absolutely in, in my opinion not to the extent where i'm like hey i'm flashy because neither of them fuck with well, that both of us but get, consistent- we don't get we find it actually annoying yes. when other people are like this so that's yes. when we look at each other usually virgo and a scorpio will see each other in a room when everyone else is doing too much a virgo and a scorpio that's when we notice each other we're usually both the signs that kind of have this like space in the back of the room and we see the other one observing Mm -hmm. and we understand that the other one is very probably smart and really notices things that other people don't so we know that they notice something about us and vice versa so that's really where that attraction happens between a Virgo and a Scorpio is that we know that they probably notice something in us that other people don't yeah and it feels almost very intimate Mm-hmm. It does feel very intimate. I mean, just seeing from, like, <laughs> the experience of how sometimes y'all be connecting in front of me, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I did want to mention is that I feel like Scorpio being so – loving deep conversations and mm-hmm. being intuitive, there's something about their energy that loves Mercury. Yeah. They love to talk. Yeah. But I want to, like, maybe – wave a little red flag of like be cautious a little bit of Gemini and Scorpio like the way that Virgo and Scorpio connect isn't going to be the same as Gemini and Scorpio connect Mm -hmm. not to say that they don't and they won't have amazing conversations it's just Gemini and Virgo are very different you know what I mean so I feel like sometimes people or Scorpios will be like oh I'm loving this conversation with the Gemini and they Mm -hmm. get excited but they can't provide in the way that they're looking for in communication like it is with Virgo. If that yeah. makes sense. Well, that's the thing is that like with Gemini, you can really, really talk about something that you're both interested in, you Scorpio and Gemini. Mm-hmm. And Scorpio, if you don't ground yourself and understand that Gemini will literally move on and talk to someone else about something just as passionately, mm-hmm. you will almost feel like you've been duped. You feel played, yeah. And it's like, you know, that's just Gemini with everybody. Mm-hmm. So like, don't think that because Gemini shared all this information with you that you're special. Because like, as Scorpios, we genuinely do feel special all the time because people are always oversharing with us. But yeah. <laughs> Scorpio, understand that Gemini is doing that with everyone. Correct. So don't but get usually, caught up. We usually actually read that about Gemini energy because we see how frantic they are and how they can't actually talk about the same thing for too long. Yes. Gemini is always moving from one subject to the other. And they're very – they're hyper passionate, if that's a word, about everything they talk yeah. about. So just be weary of that. And it's, like, they're great friends to have mm-hmm. if you got Libra placement, Scorpio. Ah! <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to be shady, but like no, no, as no, me a Scorpio, too. I didn't mean to bring if, it up as a shady thing. If you're a heavy Scorpio placement you're with no Libra Scorpio. and Sag, like and that. there's Gemini that's just Gemini energy, not a lot of, you know, Taurus and Cancer, you probably won't get along that much because you will look at Gemini and be like, they're too frickle mm-hmm. and they change their mind often. They're not yeah. very loyal, you know, and Gemini will look at Scorpio and be like, you're too stubborn. You're too you intense. You care too much. You're, you're like, too oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So for both of them, it's that way. Totally. I feel like Gemini is so much more enthralled with Scorpio. So I feel the like mystery. it's Scorpio's job to be like, Gemini, this is cute, but it ain't 
it, you know? So I just wanted to highlight that it can be a little confusing, you know, because yeah. Gemini will be like, oh, I'm going to give you all my love and attention. Um, but it's not long-lasting, Scorpio, as I'm sure you could pick up. But I feel like it is the Scorpio's job to to delineate between that mercurial energy yeah. because you like you you like both of them. Absolutely, you can chat and be friendly with both of them. I mean, truly, to even talk about just friendship in general, like for everyone, I want people to understand that. And I'm just learning this as a soon-to-be 28-year-old because I'm 27 right now. Is that you will have different friends for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get into friendships thinking, oh, this is going to be my, one of my new best friends. Like, you know what? Oh, my God. This is going to be one of my close friends. I'm going to bring them to my family. They're going to meet my boyfriend. They're going to come hang out with me in my apartment. We're going to have sleepovers. We're going to talk about deep shit. Please lower your expectations. You, you know what I mean? Like, lower your <laughs> expectations. Even if they're capable of doing that, you don't even know if you want them around for that reason. Because they may not even have the social intelligence. or You may not. And they might look at you and be like, why are we hanging out? So it's not always about, it's not always about them. Like, let me humble myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's all about managing your expectations when it comes to friendships as well. Like, you can have friends that are just over-the-surface friends. And, like, I am just barely really? learning this. Like, I thought that I can't have friends that we're not talking about the deeper shit. Like, this is what I want to do before I die. This is what I went through by the age of five. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. Like, you don't always have to have these deep conversations with everyone. And I think if you ultimately tell yourself that, you will be more open and receptive to the different kinds of friendships and relationships that you have. Yes. If you go into every new relationship thinking they're going to treat you like your bestie, you know what I mean? You're fucked like, over. You, really, you really are. You really are. So just... Manage your expectations and manage how often you spend time with certain friends. Like, if yeah. you're hanging out with your bestie, obviously you can be with them for hours and it feels natural and fun. But if you're hanging out with a friend that, like, is just over the surface, you make each other laugh, yeah, you're probably not going to want to stay after you hang out at their apartment late night because it's yeah. going to get a little awkward. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. it's all about really, you know, sizing up well, the yeah. different types of relationships that you have in your life. and. Same for you. Really think about who you are to other people. I'm sure you give different parts of yourself and different mm -hmm. amounts of yourself to certain people. Mm -hmm. And that's how you really set boundaries and that's how you manage how much of your cup you have for yourself. You know what I mean? If you were to be the same kind of friend to everybody, like that would be very exhausting. Yeah. And same goes for other people. Yeah. And you I, know? It's also not all what they what they need yeah you know what i mean like you gotta i hate to say it like this but you have to be different people for different friends not different people because you're always you Absolutely. but different friends need different things different relationships need different things and you, if you think it's a one-size-fit-all i can guarantee you people are unhappy in your friendships and relationships yeah it is that's one of the hardest things i feel like i i had to learn is like okay i think i know how to love but do i know how to love you yeah you know and that's something that is really important i hope everyone heard me do i know how to love you do i know how to be a friend to you it's completely different for each person and what do i need from you yes you know what i mean because i think we get mad at people when they aren't able to show up for us in yeah. ways that other people do but really look at them and be like well do i see them showing up like that for anybody else like why do i feel like i deserve that part of them if they don't even show up for themselves that oh. way or other people oh like, who are you to all of a sudden have them be the best version of themselves for you? Like, clearly it would feel nice if they did, but if they aren't in a place where they're doing that for themselves, like, it's 
really unrealistic for you to think that they're all of a sudden going to be that for you. Yeah. You know, like, what are you, a god? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, what, they need to believe in your essence and your, your energy to right. all of a sudden become yeah. the best version yeah. of themselves. And some people do. Some some people do. Some people love you so much that they will change and, you know, grow in ways to nurture your relationship. But that's like 1% of, I know, of I the times like that it happens. Even still, it's like you got to work through it. You know what I mean? If, even if I'm trying for you, I would like a little bit of grace to fail. Yeah. We're human yeah. at the end of the day. And you know what I mean? Sometimes you need to cut th- cut it off. Hell yeah. And that's okay, you guys. And, like, it's go. so hard to to be in a place to hear this and really internalize this. But if it's meant to be, it will be. Like, if it's not happening right now and you're, your heart's breaking, whether it's a friendship or a relationship or, you know, your mom or your dad or whatever it may be and you're so sad about the fact that you may have to let this go because you guys you know aren't aligning with each other anymore yeah there is a chance that maybe they'll grow and maybe you will too and maybe you guys will come back into each other's lives but I will say don't leave the relationship expecting for that to happen Mm -hmm. but you can leave the relationship and have a little hope like maybe it will if it's meant to be you know but like I just don't think it's realistic for you to stay in a situation in the hopes that like they'll change for you i feel like we were talking about this last episode of like potential you can't date potential like you literally i friendship too you you can't like you literally can't i mean maybe you can maybe that's what you want to do but you're hurting yourself i will never after being heartbroken by boys and women my friends you know what i mean like i will never play myself like that again and I feel like that's the biggest thing yeah you know like there are things I can do to make sure these things don't happen to me yeah to a certain extent and I'm gonna make sure I do that yeah you know because like I value my people so yeah much absolutely um if you don't value me in the same way I can't I'm not I I can't I will not keep you around yeah and I want everyone to move with that energy a little bit more because I feel like some people, some signs, do not. Yeah. They you know, have a harder time cutting it off. Absolutely. And this, actually, I just recently watched the TikTok, and I'll post the names of the people that were on TikTok that talked about this. They talked about, and a lot of people related to it, and when I watched it, I related to it, about these friendships where people will literally think you're a good friend of theirs just because you listen to them. And I was mm. shooketh because it really mm. placed a meaning on a lot of the experiences I had. Like people will literally call you a close friend just because for once in their life, they had someone that just listened to them. Yeah. And if you run back all the times you guys hang out, they never asked you a question about you. So like you will literally never talk about yourself unless they ask you a question about yourself and you, you've come to realize <laughs> Wow, they've actually never asked me a question about myself. Literally. So, like, I really have never talked to them about myself. Like, they, they wouldn't be able to me. name one thing about me. But because I sit there and I listen, I actively listen, they consider me a close friend. Bitch, you're not my close friend. I may be your close friend, but you're right. not my close friend. <laughs> that shit happened to me so many times, and it would be so awkward. You don't know anything about me. Yeah. And it was just so interesting, and I love that I watched that TikTok because it – proves that a lot of people have gone through these friendships where Mm -hmm. other people have considered them really close friends because you actively listen to them Mm -hmm. but 
they've never really actively listened to you or created this space for you to express yourself. Right. And I'm not the type to be like, all right, let's talk about me. <laughs> like, you know, I, let's talk about what I've yeah, been no, through. I feel you. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not like that. You will well, actually have to like, which is the problem for me. I really need to create yeah. that space for myself and I'm getting better at that. But a lot of times, like, I'm not going to be the one that's like, hey, like, we talked about you now. Can we talk about me? Like, this is what I'm going through. This has been happening. Like, well, I just don't do that. It takes a certain type of personality. And it's a trauma. It's a trauma. For sure. Probably because I wasn't asked that as a child. Like, it goes back no, to my childhood trauma. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I feel like, ironically enough, I do the opposite because I was so ignored. I'm like, listen to me. You yeah. want to talk, right? Like, and yeah. I, I've always said this. It's either a 50-50 split. Either you do kind of what has been shown to you or you do the exact opposite, yeah. you know? And that's with any type of trauma. Like, there are people who are like, I'm never going to do this or people who say they don't want to do it but ultimately kind of go yeah, with it. You absolutely. know what I mean? And again, no fault to them. I'm sure it's not what they actually want to be doing. But you have to really unwork <laughs> to try really hard to unwork that yeah you know what i mean, I mean and it, if you feel like okay well i like my friends um, or i like my boyfriend and i want to tell tell them like hey you do this and it hurts my feelings and maybe you should ask me more i think a great place to start is if you tell them this and their reaction is negative or extreme you probably aren't in a place to change their mind like yeah. if you tell them what you mm. need and how they haven't been showing up for you and their reaction is to get mad at you or get defensive, that is your sign to just probably walk I mean, I hope you're strong enough to walk away because yes. you're not going to convince someone why what they did was <laughs> hurtful. <laughs> like, you don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that you don't have time for that. I'm not going to convince you to have a conversation with me, basically. Or you know, because that's my side what of it things. comes down to. It's like, yeah, I, I'm not going to, like – fight my case so hard. Yeah. I, I feel like one of the best things in my relationship is that when I'm upset, I can say, hey, I'm upset. And he's understanding. He's like, hey, she's upset. Yeah. Even if it's not rational, like I'm going to try and understand her because she's upset. Yeah. You know? And like that's good relationship. So like Sarah said, if that's not what you're met with, drop them. Literally yeah. drop them. And don't be afraid to drop people. We've talked about this before. You're so much better without them. If, you're, if you have a wish, you have a dream, you have a goal, and you're like, damn, why aren't I missing it? And you're still holding on to, like, this fuck boy, you know what I mean, or this shitty-ass friend. That could or toxic be, family. Yeah, toxic family toxic member, too. Toxic co-worker, toxic boss. It can, all of it. Toxic roommate, toxic yes, living situation. Yes. <laughs> Anytime, in any situation where you felt like maybe I didn't speak up for myself mm -hmm. or I wasn't fully heard, they didn't fully understand me. These are the situations we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, since, like, you know, spooky season is coming up or whatever, I feel like I just needed to talk about that um, Tim Burton is doing a remake of The Addams Family. I and saw. And it's supposed to be, like, gory. Netflix. And I'm ready. Oh, is it Netflix? It's not on Netflix? I thought it was That's what I thought. Oh, I don't know. Can you Google it? Yeah. <laughs> I saw um, a trailer and I thought it was on Netflix because I saw her, the daughter, yeah. being in school 
and people like bullying her and her doing some like crazy ass shit. Yes, it is going to be on Netflix. Okay, that's what I thought. Yes. I saw the trailer for it. Yes, it I saw the trailer too. So I don't good. remember where I. S- and I'm so excited. I didn't see it on Netflix, but maybe I did. <laughs> I'm, so I'm excited. super excited. I feel like it's going to give me. Um, it looked gory. It did. It's going to give me like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You know how they redid it yeah, on Netflix? And I it was love more it. like dark and devilish. It was like I feel good. like it's going to give me. I know that. exactly that. And I'm super excited. <sighs> also, so I've never excited. seen Tim Burton do a series. I know, so I'm kind of excited to see how that plays out I as mean, well. I I just have to say, you know, scary movies, some of them are scary. But every time <laughs> there's a really scary movie and you're like, oh my God, why this person is so crazy? It's because they've been through some shit. And that is the typical Scorpio energy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is. It is. You look at the ring. Some shit happened to her. You know what I mean? You look at the orphan. She's probably sad. Like, like oh my all gosh. these people have either been bullied or neglected. Yeah. And they need, well, some of them are psychos. We'll take those out. But the other people, they need some vengeance. Need a little for, revenge. For being fucked with. And although Scorpio. I do not condone, you know, murder and torture. Maybe torture a little bit. <laughs> I this is what I truly enjoy about scary movies is either people getting away from the person that is causing them pain uh-huh. or the person that was fucked with coming back and getting some revenge. Ah, you know what I mean? Like I, I truly enjoy that. Just that. like the whole like running away and <laughs> or like coming back and facing your fears. Like it just it, it feels so good. I'm sure it sits super like oh, like you get a home. really hard dick. It's home. It when you're Scorpio ass. It hits home for me. <laughs> Like, I truly feel like I was in my mother's belly, and they were just playing some scary movies, and I was just a baby. And I'm like, this is home. This is beauty. I'm it makes me feel cozy. It's so music. It really does, you guys. Like, it, it I, cracks Maya, me How often do I fall? Up. I mean, I fall asleep to anything, but how often she do we watch a scary- asleep? To the scariest shit, you guys. Like, mm. I mean, also my Sagittarius ass. No. Like, I like happy things. No, that's but fine. I can get down with some scary shit too. That's like, just like my Pisces I appeased boyfriend. Her. You he know, watches she wants- shit with me all the time, and then I'm like falling asleep no. as the scary show or movie's playing, and he's like, he right. changes it, and I wake up and I yell at him. I'm like, put it back. No, that's literally it. Like, <laughs> why would you turn it off as I'm falling asleep? Like, I felt that's comfortable what- falling asleep right now. Literally. Okay, did y'all ever watch The Proud Family? And you know when Penny would come and Sugar Mama was, like, falling asleep to her, like, wrestling or whatever? Yeah. And she was trying to turn the show off? And all of a sudden, Sugar Mama would wake up and be like, that's me. why you turn my TV off? That's Sarah. No, literally. <laughs> but, like, my thing is, like, what does that say about me? Like, am I broken? <laughs> am I broken? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I say no. My evil I say, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to like make it better? I know so many Scorpios who really feel this way, though. It you know feels what I mean? Really good. Who like are literally on that demon time <laughs> and like want to go to sleep to like. <clears throat> okay, on you know? can I like, be it, honest? Is there is there a lullaby? Well, no. <laughs> if there's like people watching that are like really like into like religion and like it's uh. scared like i mean i don't know why you're here because like yeah like you can believe in religion that's fine yeah. but like don't be all weird if you're gonna be weird leave right now yeah, so. uh, but like i truly Bye-bye. do have crazy ass dreams like i have <laughs> dreams about like you know people trying to kill me i have dreams about like demons up all up in here and i truly just wake up in my room and i'm like oh shit that was scary and then i fall back <laughs>
Could not be it's like, what you, like, And would that be happening? Because I'm watching crazy shit? Probably. But also, that shit was happening before I watched my first scary movie ever. Like, at the age of five, I would be having dreams about being in, like, like fire being everywhere and me screaming. Oh. Like, that's one of my recurring yeah. dreams from when I was five. Also, I think a problem is that one of the first scary movies I ever watched mm-hmm. was The Evil Dead, which to this day, it's like made in the 80s. So the graphics aren't good, it but to this day, you. I think it's one of the scariest movies. Even mm. if you were to watch it, anyone, if I were to tell them to watch it, they would think it's very scary. Even I mean, though, I believe you, even you though, say scary. Even though the graphics scary, aren't good. It's scary. Um, but it, I watched that shit when I was like nine. And it, it was so scary. Like, it was so scary. I don't know why they let me watch that shit, but I was so obsessed <laughs> with it. That one time I went back and I put it on by myself just to see Why if are you I'd be such scared. Because I wanted to see if it was. Like, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I wanted to see like if it was just fake or if it really was scary. Oh and it was scary. Confirmed. Gosh. Okay. And then Texas Chainsaw right after. Speaking of spooky movies, um, and things that possibly changed your life, what's a scary movie that like fucked you? up you know like you would low-key i i know you would probably watch it again because you down with that scary shit but something that you were like oh eh. i was the human centipede like you know what no that wasn't even scary it was disgusting <laughs> it was disgusting but it was scary in the sense that like they found this weird doctor like found yeah. these people and he did that to them and the fact that someone can be so sick in the head and have these ideas about being fucking sick that yeah. didn't sit right. Any gory, scary demon mm. shit, whatever, like people killing each other, fine. That's fine. People are crazy. <laughs> She's like, cool now, with me. <laughs> the doctors doing some weird experiments and like it's having these sick. ideas and like yeah. trying to bring it to life. I don't like that shit doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Okay. There also was this one called The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh. And you would think it was like gonna be some demon shit, but it actually was some witch shit. And oh. like when they did her autopsy or whatever, like there was like sigils written under her skin oh, and that shit. shit was actually very scary so i didn't like that mm. didn't yeah, like that makes me, makes me a little uncomfortable yeah you know uh, not ideal um, i mean the the conjurings are pretty crazy yeah the say. conjurings, but like they're not, home to I mean, me <laughs> you guys she she's on another level no like i love that it's like this family and they're like going around and they're like helping people this family getting fucked <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm talking about the priest and the lady that, like, goes and does the exorcisms. Like, I like that they're together, like, doing these exorcisms. That's sweet. But it's very scary. You're not. Okay, the uh, scary movie that <laughs> scarred me for life. The Adam's Family. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't like scary things, so I'm not a total bitch. You know how many times I've fallen asleep? Forcing Maya to watch not even that scary of a movie, but a little scary movie. I won't even. And Maya's gone. She's like, I, I, fall, I start dozing off and she's in her room. If I don't I'm change like, it, like, like, I will change it or I will leave. I'm like, bro, like, even if she I puts thought we were on bonding. Law and Order SVU, I'm like, too scary. <laughs> like, I can't fall asleep to this shit. I'm not trying to Can't be Law and Order SVU. You know I feel that way. I know. Maya, I can't. I know. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much I just love our friendship because literally you will fall asleep to fucking demons and like all these terrible things and I'm like I need an animated movie <laughs> My, just know I will rescue you I will literally thank god but, oh, but the, will you get me of course I will 
I fucking save you from your spiders. Yeah, it's true. She does. You guys, man not up. many things scare me. Spiders are that. And oh, Maya loves, loves her sleep. But she has woken up in the middle of the night many times for me to kill these spiders. And it means a lot to me. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, that's the like, thing. Like, honestly. I mean, you have no yeah. idea how much it means to me. <laughs> you know, spiders are... People who really don't fuck with spiders, it's like... It's like I damn near killed somebody for you. No. You know what I mean? Like they were coming no, to Maya, attack you yeah. and, and like some of them end were your big. Life. Some of them were really nasty. <laughs> they were really mad. And I have Y'all. such trust issues Y'all. that anytime <laughs> someone kills a spider, I need them to show it to me. Like I hate when people fake it. They're like, I threw it out. I'm like, show it to me. Oh my god. I don't okay. trust you. That like, actually is super funny. Like, because I've been fake before. They're like, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't get it. It ran away. I'm like, so you fucking lied to me. <laughs> Lie! Don't lie to that Scorpio. Okay, super I funny. Will, I will get a dream that you killed it and didn't kill it, and I will wake up on top of your bed like. So yesterday I had a dream that you said you killed the spider, but you did it, <laughs> and I felt it crawling on my face, but I didn't really. But I know you didn't kill it. Okay, so I want to say we had a roommate. Uh, another Scorpio roommate who also hated spiders. Oh my god! Yes. And there was one time I was chilling with her in the room, and she's like, "Maya, kill the spider!" And I was like, "Okay, yeah, boy, I got yeah. you." And I was like, mm. "And I tried to kill it, but I missed. I didn't kill it." <laughs> and it did just, you tell her? I told. I lied to her. I lied to her, and I felt really bad about it. This is the first time I'm admitting it. She even asked me in the moment. She was like, Maya, did you really kill it? And I was like, yeah, boo, I got it for you. This is my worst. This is I my would worst. never do that no, to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> this is the beginning but of a horror film I had to let I had to let you know. And if this person has happened to be watching, um, I did lie to you. Oh, <laughs> my God. And that spider was not killed in your bedroom. That's the only time I ever lied about killing a spider. I really did just, like, miss it. Oh, my God. But wow. also, I know, like, it would have literally been a wrap on the night. <laughs> no, dead ass. <laughs> Yo, one time, I didn't have anything to kill a spider. <laughs> and if it's... Lately, I've been killing spiders that are a little small, but the big ones with the black butts, yeah, they uh-uh. scare me. So I'll have with some Windex. I'm like, you know what? This seems like it kills things. I'm going to s- squirt that motherfucker till it drowns, till uh-huh. it can't breathe anymore. So I did. I did. And it was like, ah. Like, you know, <laughs> and then I, it stopped moving. And I was, I went, I'm like, okay, it's dead. I'm going to go get the towel thing so I can pick so it up. So you can squeeze it. I came back. It was gone. <gasps> I'm like, that's a motherfucking radioactive spider now. Like, it has superpowers. Like, this spider has superpowers. It's been powered through Windex. Like, Yo. and, I mean, it wasn't our last place, so I don't know where it went. All I know is <laughs> that shit was powerful. And honestly, Damn. it was one of the scariest moments of Yo, my life. Yo, the spiders that lived up in that house were fucking powerful. They were, like, on, on their demon time. No, Everything so was on many. their demon time in that house, but, like, the spiders especially. <laughs> Our house out of college was... You guys. I mean, it was just chaotic. It was, it was chaotic. It was interesting, to say the least. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh my so god. Many oh my god. Oh my god. They just don't even know. I feel like we have to like slow drip them. Otherwise we're gonna forget. You know, know, too. Like we'll forget. Just because we're living <laughs> in such I, like what if I want to beauty forget? and angelicness. <laughs> what if I wanna forget? I don't know. I think we have to say it one time for the one time. I'm 
don't don't know. worry, God. Will because we're so strong, and people okay. need to know. Okay, speaking fuck that. Of, speaking fuck of, that. Okay, speaking no one else has had to yeah. go through those crazy kind of roommates. I know this for a fact. No, but we did have. Uh, we had one video at the beginning of our YouTube career. Where we talked we about did. roommate rules, and like in the we middle did. of that, we would like sprinkle like personal <laughs> okay. experiences. Okay, question for you. Yeah. We're going to ask this for each other. Okay. Because I think that's more fun. Okay, so, you know, we die. Your best friend's going to hell, obviously. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. See you there, bitch. And then they're like, oh, like, here's a little, like, here's a little fun. Like, before you go to hell, we're going to show you, like, why your best friend got in here, too. What video of me, what, like... (laughs) You already know what, what video. Slide what slideshows? Like, what is, like, in not I, just specific detail, know. like, what is playing of me? Yes. You're like, of why you're not getting into heaven? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I got, I can't wait to go. My cheeks are hurting. The general roasting. Like, you going in on anyone, like, Lord have mercy. Please don't let Sarah be your enemy because she, by the end of it, it's not good for you. You know what I mean? I don't want to say, like, crazy words, but, like, you don't like life. <laughs> okay, the other one <laughs> is ending fuckboys. You know what I mean? Putting men in their place. You know, not to say that that wouldn't get I you into heaven, oh but God. just being like, no, I wouldn't. you ain't shit. You can't do that. Again, I love not that. necessarily not putting you into heaven, but I feel like the energy and extra finesse that you put on it would be yeah. like. Well, God would be like, you didn't have to say that. Right, you didn't have to go that far. And I'm like, I did. <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> Why should I stop? Yeah. Absolutely. I think those are like my top two for I love you. the roasting. Roasting. Just imagine I be roasting just, people. Yeah. I'm like, did I need to say that? And I didn't, but it felt yeah, good. But it feels so good to me. It felt good, and that's what will get me into hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay, what do you think for me? Okay, for you, Listening. I genuinely... <laughs> um, 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 I genuinely think for you... <laughs> Anytime you have ghosted people, or lit... No, literally... Anytime you have ghosted, people will show up. And all the times when you've just been a straight up ruthless oh, bitch. Oh, no. When someone asks you a question that you don't want to answer. Like, there oh, are so God. many times when, like, Maya, like, she could answer the question. But I don't. But, like, she knows that she doesn't like how she's coming off by answering this question. Therefore, she will look at you like you're stupid, and she will gaslight you into thinking that you asking this question makes you a bad person. Oh my god, I do. <laughs> I love that. That's really great. That's really sweet. Um, I'm so excited to see you in hell, bitch. <laughs> Me too. All I know is I'm gonna fall in there, and if you're not there, I'm gonna go. To the fucking I'd be like, whoa, 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 no, whoa. Like, I'm talk you to fucked devil. up on this one. No, I'm like, all these lower level demons need to get away. How am I demon? here and she ain't here? No, for real. This is you hell. This is saying? actually, this is a hell. My personal hell right. is leaving somewhere. My bestie's not there. Right. So you're purposely putting us in hell by separating us. Because no, that's seriously. the only real hell for me. <laughs> actually. Oh, ew, that sounds terrible. Well, I don't, don't want to go to hell that. then. I feel like we can't say that. Yeah. Because then they'll know that's our hell. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's is fine. It, is we'll it manipulate people. It's a lot more fun when you're going other. through it with your bestie. Like, yeah. I think about people that went to, like, the fire festival, right? Like, <laughs> I want to have the, the fire I want, festival. Yeah, I do. I want two different study groups. People that were in the fire festival, mm -hmm. but bitches they didn't know. Like, you know, their little influencer friends. Why well, I like it to go. <laughs> yeah. And the bitches that went with their besties. And they were going through that, like, not having a hotel, like, with their water. Like, because <laughs> when you reach a point of delusion with your bestie, no matter what the circumstances are, at some point you just start cracking jokes. And it's it, true. And it starts getting a little bit funny. You know it's what I true. mean? But when you're in, like, a really bad situation with people that you don't feel comfortable with, it's so much more worse. Yeah. Because you kind of have to hide it. You kind of look at other people and you're like, well, they're not overreacting. So, like, I shouldn't overreact. But when you're there with your bestie and people you feel comfortable with, you guys start egging you, you each other You just get, like, on. a little look. You're like, oh, you serious? <laughs> this rat. No. You're like, look at me. Look at me. We about to fuck <laughs> it up. I hate this shit. <laughs> Let's start performing. <laughs> Literally. You ready, baby? <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Y'all, we are actually tyrants. Like, no. we are It's tyrants. actually a problem. Anytime you, I mean, We're a great time, Zodiac, but, like, no. I mean, I'm growing and evolving and learning. Listen. I'm trying to control myself, Listen. but it's sometimes hard. Also, I feel like the first half of my life, I was very calm. Same. And I was going through some traumatic-ass shit, mm -hmm. and I thought in order to be a good little child, I had to keep quiet mm -hmm. and not express myself and, you know, just mind my business. So it honestly feels good to be in my la later years and Hell express yeah. myself when I'm uncomfortable yes. and kind of joke and laugh a little, Hell make a yeah. little jokey joke when I'm feeling <laughs> jokey joke when I'm feeling like I'm being fucked with. For sure, and I mean, I would also like to add on to that. I love all that. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it, it, it's really nice when I have a friend, a friend, a friend to thirds. validate our thirds. These feelings that yeah. I'm going through too, no, you know what true. I mean? Because I know we're not alone in yeah. how we are feeling. So I know the people out here are feeling it too. And I appreciate that I have someone else to be like, hey, yo. Yeah. This was some fucked up shit or they had me fucked up or I'm about to fuck them up. No, <laughs> I said, fuck actually. A lot of time for you. you feel my energy. When you're going through it, I love when you cuss. <laughs> when you're going through it and, you know, you can't help but laugh at your pain. Yeah. It does feel very validating when someone that you feel comfortable with is laughing with you. Yes. Now, if it's someone I don't know and you're laughing with, what the fuck is so funny? It ain't that funny. But when I look at my best and she's <laughs> laughing, I'm like, yeah, I like that. Yes. Like, you deserve, you deserve some humor, baby. You crack if it up. my life is funny for you, let's laugh a little. Yes. <laughs> I know what you've been through. You deserve to laugh. Yes. Now, if it's someone I don't know and they're laughing, what's so fucking funny, you what's privileged so funny? ass bitch? I don't like it. My life is not humorous to you. Right. <laughs> You know, you said something that reminded me of, like, my past life, though. And I don't think you actually know this about me. I did not say a single cuss word until I came to college. Like, I literally made up other words to say bad words. I did not say fucking cuss words until I came to college. Right, so the fact that I say I be cussing it up, you Are know, you I cuss up a storm. I swear to God, Sarah. I swear to God. Why? I did not cuss. Why? I just, I just, I oh just God, didn't. I, I just thought so there were much. better words. Well, I don't know. Of, not in front of my, well, actually one time. Now I'm still cussing from my I'm family so too. Happy. They gonna get it. I, I'm so, me too. Me too. I am so aggressive. So one time aggressive. I was going through my keep it teenage so dirt bag phase. <laughs> teenage uh, exactly. Bag, I was being bad. Uh, one time, oh, my sister will laugh at this now, I'm sure. <laughs> she like called me to like lecture me about something and I was just so over it. This was in high school. Yeah. 
and I thought I hung up, but I had oh, hung up. No. And I was like, and then I was like, yeah, whatever, fuck you. <laughs> and then she called me back day. like 30 seconds. And she's like, what did you say? So and I was I, like, going to have a panic attack. Because the boldness. Right. And Thinking. this other time I was in like a changing room. And I was, why were we shopping if I didn't want to be there? I don't know. I was in a bad mood. And it was one of those, like, fitting rooms where, like, it has, like, the little layer. Like, the door has those. You know where you, you can kind of see, but not. Yeah, 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 shape, yeah, yeah. But not, like. Mm-hmm. And she says something. And, <laughs> and I, the door was closed. And I was like, she's like, did you just flip me off? <laughs> like, why do I always get caught? Like, what is the problem? Why can I be angry in peace? Oh, my God. And, yeah. Those were some of my craziest, like, what the fuck? I I was such a tyrant, but not really. Because I was just, I had gone through some shit, so I was finally yeah. releasing that energy in my oh, teenage yeah. years. But it's just, it's funny to think about that shit now. Because it was so embarrassing when it happened. But now I look back and I'm like, oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> it's okay, baby. It's okay. It's okay. Oh. You know, sometimes I think, too, especially me, too, like, and I think you can resonate with this, I... My family's older. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have people necessarily my yeah. age. So, and I think you can maybe resonate this too. Like, my family's older. Your siblings are older than you. Yeah. Sometimes when they, I would be feeling so frustrated as a kid. I'm like, you don't get me. And yeah. I feel like they truly didn't get you because yeah. they were in a different place in their life. And their For advice sure. didn't always hit. You know what resonate. I mean? And it hits now as I'm older and kind of I feel like, on their level in some ways but I feel like as a kid I had such a hard time when my family was like you need to do this or like be more understanding of this because like you don't get me we're not here (laughs) you know like you can't imagine how I'm feeling as a little kid right now because you're fucking grown truly you know Truly, and like honestly, even when I grew up, and I've had these conversations with you, I was like, "Oh my god, I feel so bad. I was so bad." And just recently, I had a really enlightening conversation with my oldest sister, which is way older than me. Sometimes to me, she's the second mom, and she was talking to me about her experiences growing up, and me. It was just like a very honest and honestly loving conversation where you know I'm an adult now, so we were really able to be open to each other. And I was like venting to her, like, "I was so bad." She's like, "Sarah, you weren't bad at all." She was, like, compared to, like, us and, like, everyone else, like, you were actually, you were actually really good. And I was, like, holy shit. Really? <laughs> In yeah. my head, I thought I was so bad. So, like, when she said that, I was just acting like a normal teenager and I really wasn't that bad compared to everyone else sometimes. I was, like, oh, my God. Okay, I'm, I'm done feeling guilty. Right. <laughs> and that's honestly the best part is, like, now when I'm older and we're on the same level not yeah. really because i still will always respect my elders yeah, and my family ab- right obviously but they we can have those kinds of conversations now we're like it's very enlightening yeah you were a teenager but you weren't like the worst literally teenager to ever exist literally you know our hormones are ever changing when yes. you're a teenager <laughs> so like i guess the, ultimately all you got to do is first forgive yourself you know what that i is mean actually the hardest and if thing, you're people are really really mean and judging you like that's all them like unless you did some crazy ass shit you know what i mean Uh, most of us were just acting like normal teenagers so forgive yourself move on and know that it's just a part of life for sure and i feel like to any 
adult that tries to point a finger at you, I think that just shows what type of adult they are. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. And how much they haven't forgiven themselves. Exactly. That's why they want you to keep reminiscing and yes. living in your, in, in your pain. Yeah. They know they're still holding on to that pain, so you should too. So, mm-hmm. And that's toxic. So just Mm-mm. let it go and make peace with yourself. And if other people are trying to instill fear and guilt in you, when you have already forgiven yourself, let those people go because they're projecting. Yes. Yeah, say bye-bye. Bye. Bye, fuckboy. <laughs> what did they say on F-boy Island? <laughs> F-boy, bye. <laughs> F-boy, F-bye. Yes. <laughs> Toxic member of the family, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for kicking it with your girls while we get into a little bit of everything, honestly. Astrology, family shit, besties in hell. Relationships, (laughs) all the season. We know y'all love kicking it with us. So if you're listening or watching, don't forget to leave us a review on Mm -hmm. whatever platform you're listening. And if you're watching on YouTube, like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends. Show us some love. Interact with us. Truly comment. Please comment because we would love to hear from y'all. Because I'll be seeing all these views but i don't be seeing all these comments yeah i okay. care about what you guys have to say so honestly let me know. It, it makes me joyous yeah when even I if can... you just send like this yeah like, that's nice interact with I you like guys that. absolutely we love y'all we hope virgo so season much. continues to be amazing to you and we'll see you next time Thank you.